Rolling and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew. This is for this week of Thursday, uh, October 29th, 2020. We're just on. on today's episode. Uh, we're probably just going to freeball it. I'm doing once a week podcast, so I feel like I got the juice. And oh, freestyle intro. Big Drew creeping on the beat. Because you know he got us. It's the cattle flow. Chop it up with the one, two, three, and you go. <laughs> I feel like I could, uh, no, I don't. I don't feel like I could rap. Actually, I mean, I feel like if I sat down and fucking had a beat and put pen to paper and really thought about it, and then when I hopped in the booth, I was articulate and I stayed in the pocket with my flow that I po- might perhaps sound decent on a track, but that'll be, uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. Okay. So hi, welcome to the show. This is this week with you. You doing good? How are you? Are you doing good? Hi, Colette. Hi, Andre. Hi, Blair. Hi, Nick and Mac and Taryn and Bubba and Marnus and Michael D and Joel and Brees and Bryce and hello. How are you? And all my motherfucking street demons and Beverly boys and Patreons and Breakeven boys and Drew Crew and everybody in the motherfucking hood, PG and Com. What's going on? Okay, so let's go. Let's start the show. We got a little bit of. We got somebody big old. How uh, was my week? Because I didn't fucking plug my piano in yet still. <laughs> okay, so how was my week? Well, last we spoke was Thursday. Last Thursday, and I was doing um, a stand-up show. I had a show in Oshawa, uh, Yuck Yucks in Oshawa. And man, I've never been to the Yuck Yucks in Oshawa. And that's a sick room. It's just a, it's a rectangle. And that is the best place to do comedy, man. It's just a fucking box. The ceilings are a little bit high. Not high enough that it's a problem. They're a little bit high. But man, just a square ass room. And everybody, they packed that bitch. COVID safe. But they packed it. They It was like a COVID sardines. And uh, and it was fucking dope, man. I was middle. Chris Robinson was MC. And Chris is like one of my good buddies. He's one of the best comics in the country. So I was like happy because uh, Chris was hosting. So I'm like, well, no matter what, I'm going to go up to a fire crowd. Some comics don't like following like good comics or they don't want. For some reason, they just, I don't know. They're like, oh, I'm scared. Like, you know, whatever. But it's like. The only reason you should be scared is if you're not yourself. Yeah, like Chris is going to go up and smash it as himself. And then you got to go up and then be yourself. Because if you try to fucking follow that person's wave in their way, then you're fucked. But if you can ride the wave in your own way, then you're awesome. It's going to take them like a joke or two to get into your rhythm. But if you project that self-confidence of like, yeah, this is my thing now. Like, I love that fucking guy. He's awesome. And But here's me now. And then instead of being like, well, fuck, I got a fucking smash now, like getting in your head or whatever, like I would prefer a fucking nice, well lubed up crowd, man, that's like in the zone and knows how to laugh and fucking hey. So I just went up and it was Oshawa. And uh, my first joke was like, uh, I was like, I like coming to Oshawa because it's like the Alberta of Ontario, (laughs) which they all laughed because they're like, fucking hey, it is like I I am just I I I am good with. My market is like small town people who make less than $75,000 a year. (laughs) It doesn't even have to be small town people. It just has to be fucking people. You probably like country. Um, You probably, uh, that's one demographic. You know, you might like country. You might be into fucking liquor and darts and dope. And you could get behind that, you know, and there's a huge, I like that. I like that those people like me. Um, so, you know, I just get up there and fucking rode the wave, man. I was like, what's going on, schwa? 
and then just did my set and it's nice middling is awesome bro because you just get in there and you snipe your 20 and then you dip bro like you don't have any responsibilities it's just like like you can do all your headliner jokes all in a row and just smash but that but the thing for me this set was like i was like okay i'm not gonna do alberta guy even though i open with like it's like the alberta of oshawa uh or oshawa is like the alberta of ontario um, I didn't go into like the whole Alberta bit thing and I didn't, I'm cause I'm trying, I'm getting away from that now, man. Like I want to talk about like stuff now and the character, the characterization of Alberta liquor guy t- is, uh, that's gone, man. That's still part of me, but that's not who I'm going to be presenting on stage from here on out, man. There's going to be a little bit more thought put into the process, but it's hard, man. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. Like if, especially starting at middle, that's why it's like, I, I almost got to start like accepting like middle gigs and like, I'm only doing comedy once a week now. So it's almost like I'm getting like excited again for it in the same way that I did in my first year or two of comedy when I would only do stand up maybe once or twice a week, like once for sure at the Druid on Sundays. Cause that was a show up, go up Mike. And then maybe one other show in the rest of the week that I would get, um, and then so but then when comedy com- becomes your job and it becomes this like everyday thing where you got to smash, you kind of get lost in it and you and you lose your perspective of what you're actually doing. And then the pressure of success starts to get to you. And then you get you. And then once you start taking gigs for money and then it, it, comedy becomes your money and then you're like, well, OK, like this is my job, so I can't bomb. So I'm going to do my good jokes. But then you're kind of like stuck in this weird loop of like I have to kill because I'm getting paid and most of the times I do comedy, it's like I'm getting fucking paid. But then they're like, okay, go do the open mics. But then when you're at the open mics, you're like, it's different. There's not this sense of like this pressure to to smash because you're not, there isn't as much of a break between sets for you to talk about stuff. You know, if you're doing three sets in a night and you're like, oh, maybe you make it one more bit and then it all kind of gets lost. And then if something doesn't live up to, live up to snuff after like two or three times I'm liable to just shelf it you know when it's like maybe that's an idea worth exploring on a less pressure or from a different way I don't know man um but the show was nice man because I was just I'm just relaxed now it's like I fucking there's no pressure like I'm just the middle I don't have to fucking smash you know and I'm free I'm gonna relax and I'm gonna whatever I'm getting paid 50 bucks like (laughs) you know you don't like it fucking take it back then (laughs) So I had the show and then I had another secret show on Sunday, which was nice. It was just like a little pop in spot at a secret venue. And um, it was nice just to fucking do a little pop in spot. I'm just a little pop in guy doing five minutes again. No pressure. And just work out the new stuff, man. So uh, like I'm like treating my stand up career. It's almost like I've gone back in time like an entire decade this this year, because in 2010, I was still in university. I was still a fresh young comic. I was just, you know, like getting my feet and uh get my feet wet and like doing comedy and starting to get paid a little bit like but it was still fun you know it wasn't like this pressure of like this is what you've put your entire life investment into and it has to succeed <laughs> oh yeah last time my podcast stopped recording what the fuck happened last time at 15 minutes okay i'm gonna make sure there's no like loopies there Cause my shit got fucked up last time. You guys probably noticed on the last podcast that shit just cut out. And then in the in the video podcast, I had to switch to just the audio of the video at the end. I don't know, man. Shit was fucked up. You guys missed my custody of the week, but it wasn't really that good. It was just a guy who learned how to bounce bubbles. Um, so that's my week, and it's been reading week. I've been have the whole week off. I've been doing literally fuck all. The first I was like, my big plan for reading week was like, I'm gonna read a bunch of books and I'm gonna bake and I'm gonna cook every single day. 
And I just literally, I slept. I I was so tired. I didn't even realize I needed like two days of like eight hour, nine hour sleeps to like catch up. And then on Tuesday, and then I was just playing poker all day, like online poker, because I'm trying to get like trying to get better at online poker and maybe start like supplementing my income that way. And, um, you know, because I'm pretty decent at fucking poker. But <laughs> and then I started playing with the boys. I got the comedian poker game with the boys. But I've been studying like hardcore meta online games and meta strategies. So like you can kind of you know hand opening ranges and and if this guy's open three betting pre-flop chances are he's sitting on like you know a pretty serious pocket pair or maybe some like high suited connectors or high suited high cards or something like that but these guys will do that with like king three and then you're like okay well i'm gonna put this guy on like queens or whatever and or something and then you you like hit an ace and then the turn of river come king three and then he fucking calls it your your bet on the fucking flop. And then the guy calls the turn river hits his king, and you still got an overcard with the ace. And then he calls the bet again, and then the three hits, and so now he's got two pair to your ace junk. And then you lose. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that makes no sense to me, bro. Like some of these guys, and it's just like, and then I was like, hey, fuck, fine. I'm just gonna have to start slow playing all your asses, man. If you guys aren't gonna like bet properly or like call with like such garbage shit and so then i just started slow playing guys and i caught i caught bar in a nice trap i should have fucking raised them again i flopped trips which normally if you flop trips you're gonna throw a little bit more action in and i just checked it and then he bet and i called it and then the next thing is like some junk card and then i fucking i check and then he bets again and then i called it and then sure enough the river comes and it's another fucking junk so i got trips with like like a pretty serious blocker and then I know this guy's got like was going for a flush or something, right? So then he goes all in on the busted flush, on the busted green flush. And then I'm like, well, I got trips, so I just I just called. Oh no! Then and then I just he, I he bet, and then I bet I I check raised him, and then he called it, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, what did you think that I had? Like, what did you have? <laughs> what did you think that I thought that you had? And it's like nobody's playing like that. Some guys are wood plays like that. I fucking like that. Wood is good. Um, and Nigel is good too. Um, um. <laughs> but all the other guys, it's like, I don't know what the fuck you got, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know what, like what you could possibly be having right now. Um, <laughs> so I just been playing online poker. And so then I lost 10 bucks and then I bought back in and then I fought my way back to like only losing like five bucks or something. But, uh, man, shit's, shit's hard. There's a $25 game tonight I'm going to have to roll in. But I got to do a fucking sound gig tomorrow. I am uh, i don't know why I said it like that. I like doing sound gigs, but it's just the pressure. I haven't done a sound gig since, like, February. And uh, it sucks, man, because the sound gigs is, like... I was talking about this last week, but I got a sound gig tomorrow. It's at the airport, and it's only a one mi two microphones and an iPod. But it's, like, sometimes if people don't know how to use a microphone, if they're going to... If they're going to hold the microphone like right all the way out here or whatever. And then they're just going to softly speak and be like, so today for our event, what we were thinking is that uh, we'll start off with an acknowledgement of our donors uh, over $5,000. And then they're looking at me like I can't hear Deborah, And it's like, yeah, I know that. And they're like, can you turn the mic up? It's like, no, I fucking can't. Because if I turn the mic up any louder, it'll start to feedback. Deborah needs to fucking eat the mic and speak project from her diaphragm and then so i've had guys like uh, fucking freak out of me like some fucking yorkdale fancy store guy 
nobody knew how to use a microphone and they're all looking at me and I'm like trying, I'm like a ride in the edge of like, of, of feedback for these people. And then of course it's like, yeah. So I'm like trying to find it. And then like, they're just looking at me like it's my fault. And it's just like, well, I don't know what to tell you guys, man. This is, uh, there's only so much I can do if you don't know, if you're not using the instruments properly, you know, (laughs) that's like a fucking, uh, like going to a restaurant and then just like get, getting a steak and then not knowing how to use the knife and then getting mad at the fucking chef. It's like, well, my steak isn't cut. Well, yeah, but I gave you a knife to cut it. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know how to use that. <laughs> my screensaver says, fuck you. Um, so, yeah, so I got to do that sound gig tomorrow. So I don't know, man. It's like it's just stressful for me. Like I like doing sound gigs that are in-house rather than going to the place and setting it up because there's so many unknown variables that you have to fucking deal with, which really is like, that's kind of what your job is. It's like to deal with the unknown variables. Cause in theory, I should go set up two speakers, plug in the microphone and turn it up and everything should work fine. Right? Right. But what the fuck? Whoa, where's the power? How far away is the power? This guy's fucking not using the microphone properly. We got a fucking... We want to plug the iPod in. Oh, and now this guy wants to present something from his laptop that we weren't told about. And we figured we could just plug the laptop in. Plug the laptop in. Plug the soundboard into the laptop. What the fuck does that even mean? Can we plug the soundboard into the laptop for the presentation? Sure. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Would you like audio? Would you like a separate stream of audio from your presentation to be routed through the main left and right speakers? Is that something that we discussed beforehand? <laughs> I totally understand why sound guys are grumpy. Ryan Long did grumpy sound guy like five years ago, and that's fucking true, man. Because it's just common sense, man. It's just literally fucking follow the path. You you talk into the microphone, which goes through the cable into the fucking machine, which goes from there into the speakers. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, buddy. <laughs> Fucking angry sound guy Drew, man. So I got to do a sound gig tomorrow and it's for a, uh, some kind of like union fucking thing or whatever. So I'm like hoping that these union leader guys are going to know how to speak into a microphone and rabble, ra- rouse the rabbles and uh, rabble the rousers and then, you know, whatever. So fucking A. We'll see how that goes. I'll do. I don't know. I got my midterms. Most of my midterms back. I got like 90, 82, fucking 100. <laughs> So whatever, man. I'm kicking school's ass right now because it's kicking mine. And uh, yeah, that's the 15-minute podcast. I'm hot. I didn't turn the AC on and I got the lights on and I got my hood up with my shit on and I'm a fucking toasty now. So how are you guys? Thank you. Shout out to everyone on the Discord server. Oh, and oh, shout out to our fucking sponsor. I forgot because I ordered some shit off King Tut's. Just through my own, like, just ordering it as a customer. And then fucking Canada Post stole my dope. And then they're like, so I put in, like, a did not deliver because it said it was delivered and it wasn't. And then they're like, okay, so we're going to look for it. But if we can't find it, then you should contact the sender. And it's like, contact the fucking sender. You scanned it for delivery. And then it was scanned at receival. And then it was scanned for out. And then someone marked it as fucking as delivered. How the fuck does this have anything to do with the guy who sent it? There was three people that touched this thing. It's not in fucking the West Coast. It's here somewhere. But the fucking mailman stole my dope. So anyways, uh, 
But then they uh, the next day they sent me uh, their own package. So I was like, oh, maybe it was a package, the one that I ordered. But it was actually my monthly package from them. So anyways, I got a fucking... I already chipped away at like most of the zip. But this is some UK cheese from King Tut's Cannabis. Oh, it, look, it fucking autoed on the King Tut's face. So I got some UK cheddar. I've been smoking that. This shit is dank. Um, It's really good. And then I got some three and a half of Gorilla Bomb. And then I got another fat joint and some hash and some uh, an edible. Uh, man, I fucking love King Tut's Cannabis. You guys should too. Go to kingtutscannabis.com right now. You can use the promo code DREW at checkout for 10% off your order. Hey man, are you hesitant about buying dope online? Are you thinking it's sketchy? Well, it's not because they fucking make sure that you're not a narc. There's a, there's a fucking narc pre-approval process to go through. So you never get narc and... Um, if it's your first time ordering, they'll give you an extra 15% off because it's the first custody thing, man. We're still drug dealers out here. We hook it up the first time. <laughs> so, uh, and if you if you don't even like dope, man, get some fucking CBD in you, bro. A CBD is good for you, man. It should be just in part of your regular, sprinkle it on your Cheerios. Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code DREW at checkout for 10% off your order. King Tut's Cannabis. Smoke like an Egyptian. Okay, now we're just going to let the song play out. No. Oh, it is still recording. Okay, I was like, what the fuck, man? If I got fucking pinched on my thing again. Okay. Okay.